Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. What up, everybody? I'm going to initiate a call to action for everyone to donate $1.99 so that you can access the back catalog of the podcast as well as to help your podcast grow. I'm trying to grow the podcast and I want to do that with you guys and make it better and brighter and bring you more information. So if you want to access the back catalog and help support me as an artist, I appreciate you and please donate at anchor.fm underneath Lockdown Universe. Thanks so much and enjoy the show. What up, what up, what up? Welcome back to Lockdown Universe, home of the bizarre, peculiar, and unheard of stories of UFO legend and lore. Welcome back, welcome back. Happy to be back. Hopefully you guys are doing well and taking care of yourselves. So today, I want to talk to you guys about the never-ending non-disclosure of the government. And I think there's a very specific reason why we haven't been told the truth. And I've been reading a lot of whistleblower testimony and some of the technology could really benefit humanity, and we've kind of known this for a very, very long time. Everything from zero-point technology, where we could obtain an unending, unbelievable amount of energy, free energy from the universe that's just floating around. And these ZPMs, as uh, us Stargate fans used to like to call them, uh, can just collect energy and then deliver it, uh, basically free, uh, hydro, uh, technology where you can harness, uh, energy engines can be, can be powered by water, um, basically free power, right? You just have to expend water, but usually the exhaust is hydrogen, um, or any other number of technologies. One of the things that Emery Smith talked about with Randy Kramer um, with solar panels is that there have been people who have developed um, plexiglass technology to put on top of these solar panels to make them 10 to 100 times more efficient. But because they, ca- they can create so much power, the um, National Security Act has disallowed any manufacturer to create these on a widespread uh, commercial use uh, patent. So you have to ask yourself, why is it that if we can save ourselves tons of energy, tons of power, tons of man hours, that we wouldn't allow this technology to come out into the private sector? While we've had all kinds of other technologies come out into the private sector from alien tech, such as lasers for CD and DVD purposes, uh, microprocessors, the integrated circuit chip, uh, computer chips, uh, night vision. I mean, the list goes on and on from the crash at Roswell. All this information was documented in the day after Roswell, penned by Lieutenant Philip Corso, Lieutenant Colonel Philip Corso, um, who was in charge of all that. Uh, so we know that many 
technologies have been given to us from and derived from alien tech. But the question is, why haven't we received anything that will increase our efficacy in power consumption and power usage to reduce our need for fossil fuels, to reduce our need for using gas, petroleum, uh, you know, you name it, coal, um, and even even as far as like, you know, wind um, and using dams for uh, water, hydro, power, um, you know, there's there's lots to be said for different methodologies, but why haven't we been given this information and been allowed to spread it into companies that could proliferate it and make it better? Many of you are probably thinking that I'm going down the line of gas companies and and uh, petroleum companies, uh, not never allowing this to happen, right? Because overnight, the gas companies would be out of business, the petroleum companies would be out of business. But that's actually not the path I'm taking here. The path I'm actually taking is is that although those are very valid points. Many people would be out of jobs overnight. You would have millions of people out of jobs. I mean, across the globe overnight, right? If we just said, hey, here's a zero point module, here you go. Um, the case would be that many people would lose their jobs. We would have to institute immediate funds for those families that were devastated by, by losing their job, right? It wouldn't just be unemployment. You would have to fund all those people um, because they've lost their jobs. And then could you even give them jobs in a zero-point module world? You know, that's that's probably not realistic, right? Yeah, you would need manufacturing. But after that, you know, maybe upkeep and repair, that kind of thing to maintain them. Um, but if, if you're using a zero-point module, you would never really need to be connected to a grid. Uh, and then energy's free. When energy's free, people might use energy in a way that you might not want them to. AKA, for example, they may create weapons. And without you being able to track the energy usage, you never know what might happen. And maybe these zero-point modules might actually be dangerous in some ways. They Maybe they could go nuclear. Maybe they could be explosive. You don't know. We don't know. Uh, not yet, anyway. Or maybe there's a way to tinker with it to make it that way um so maybe there's there's some withholding on the government's part portion there um but these are still not the paths that i'm going down even though i'm giving them to you and we can talk about them it's still not the path i'm going down one more path that you could think about uh is jonathan wagant my very first podcast i believe Jonathan Wagant and his story of being a Marine back in 1996-97 down in Peru when he witnessed a UFO crash into a mountainside and he was a Marine and they were tasked with driving six hours from their base to go find out what was going on at this crash site. He was notified that they might be friendly, to be aware of that, to not fire on it, to see what's going on and see if they could help. Once they got there, he noticed that it was not any craft he'd ever seen or been trained on that this craft was definitely alien. It was leaking a purplish greenish fluid that it had uh, a, a, an alien aircraft look to it. And he was communicated to by 
the bio uh, entities that were inside the craft asking for help, pleading to him for help through telepathy. Now, when he went down there, he got yelled at by uh, some other people, not his superiors, because his superiors told him to go check it out. He was yelled at by individuals with suits on. These suits were marked with DOE, Department of Energy. And then there were other hazmatted suit individuals, not just suited people, but hazmatted folks going down with DOE on, on their uh, hazmat suits. They had DOE on all of their trucks and vans. So they were Department of Energy. Now, what's interesting is they were down in Peru. What is the U.S. government vans doing down in Peru? You might, you might ask. It's a valid question. Additionally, what would the DOE have to do with extraterrestrial ships? Wouldn't that be something maybe the CIA might be interested in, or NASA, or some other form of government? Why would the Department of Energy be interested in a craft from another planet? Could it be that it has energy technology that they already know about and know is dangerous and know that if it's put in the wrong hands, that it could cause problems for us geopolitically? Now, that is another possibility. However, that's still not the road I'm going to go down. But it is a valid point. Because if you get this technology in the wrong hands, again, right, it could be used for nuclear purposes, could be used for any number of, of, of military applications, or, or potentially developing their own commercially viable product and increase their GDP in their country, and then thus allowing them to take us over as the superpower of the world, right? The United States wants to maintain their superpower status. So they have bases everywhere and they're tracking all this. You can track energy usage. You can track the electricity that people are funneling into their house. And and if they're funneling massive amounts of it, 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 it throws up red flags. It says, why are they, why are they using so much energy? Now we're going to investigate. And then they can look at and see why, and, and who's maybe potentially creating something that they shouldn't be creating. It's the same thing with fertilizer. The government tracks fertilizer to make sure nobody's making bombs. Uh, and, and so you, if you're using any energy, fertilizer, electricity, too much coal, too much energy of any kind, the government's always tracking it. And they should be, to a degree. I mean, I know that I probably have a lot of people say, oh, you shouldn't say that. But you know what? There's a lot of dangerous people out there. And, you know... Any, any amount of power in the wrong hands could be really dangerous. I think that is why the government is doing it. And yes, the government has been very quiet about a lot of things in a, in a, in a not-so-great way. But I believe that they're also trying to keep the world safe to a degree as well. That being said, I still think there's another reason why the government is interested in power and specifically alien tech power, is because we have a real problem already with the fact that we are still not taking care of our fossil fuel usage, and we continue to, we have this explosive population number that continues to rise 
on a scale of two births to every death. And from the 1950s till now, we've basically what tripled our global population. And think about what will happen in the next 50 years. That's another problem. And so you have this issue where you're continuing to have an explosive human population rate. Now we have crazy inflation, which people are, are suffering. They're having trouble affording food, affording gas. Gas has gone through the roof. Goods have gone through the roof. Ships are out to sea with all kinds of goods and not being able to port. And it's a large problem. Now, could this all be part of a larger purposeful project to keep the population at bay, to reduce the population. See, we had COVID. That reduced people going out. It reduced our fossil fuel usage. Now people aren't using so much gas to go to work. They're working from home. So that, that has been reduced, although now some restrictions are loosening. And then... <clears throat> We have this population that still is expanding. Right now we have people staying at home. They're making more babies. Now, how can we reduce that? We'll, in, we'll increase inflation. We'll, we'll increase the cost of building houses so that we won't build more houses so that people will have to live together and then therefore not have as many children. The population will begin to de decrease because there won't be any space in the house for you to have children and like it will cost too much for you to feed the children. And so there's a very specific plan that seems to be going on here where although it seems diabolical, it also kind of makes sense to a degree because if they don't want us to use too many fossil fuels, they do want us to eventually go to an electrical-based uh, energy system or a zero-point based module. Um, they're eventually going to have to keep track of that. And they're going to have to make sure that we are spiritually and intellectually there to accept it. And we're just not there yet. You know, you have tons of people in the country that, I mean, let me, let me tell you, you know, I was in a metropolitan area most of my life. And then I moved to a more countryish area, you know, in my later adult years. And I can tell you, there's a lot of people that are just like, I'm going to do whatever I want to do, and I want to use my gas truck, and I want to use this, and I want to use that, and that's all fine and dandy. But when all that gas burns up and we don't got nothing left, we're going to have to turn to something else. And then you're going to have to get an electric truck. And you know what? These electric Hummers that they got are faster, stronger, more torque, and better, better vehicles all the way around. Yeah, they cost $100,000, but damn, they'll burn the hell out of any truck any day thousand horsepower get the hell out of here so you see what i'm saying we have the capability to create something that's so much more powerful than what we have with fossil fuels i mean i mean seriously i thought off the off the line thousand horsepower immediate power at your feet i saw biden drive one a few months ago they had biden hop in one of these things and he took off like a dad out of hell and it was amazing. I think he almost crashed the damn thing um, in the video. But it's just like, it's so amazing to see how fast we can change with technology. And I think there's many pieces of the puzzle. When you have high intellectual individuals thinking about humanity's 
movement towards the future and what we need to have to be uh, in symbiosis with nature as well as being able to continue to advance but not to pillage the planet's resources by having too many people here, then there's a lot of things at play. And some people might say, well, we have to continue to populate because otherwise we'll die and this and that and the third. Well, that I, I don't think that's true because, I mean, if you eliminate the resources, you're going to kill your planet. This happened to many other civilizations. Uh, it happened on Mars. Um, it happened it happened in other civilizations that we've been told about um, from whistleblowers. So that's why we're trying to we're trying to stop it. And and many alien abductees have also talked about the fact that aliens have told us that we need to stop killing the planet. And the only way to do that is to stop using all the gas. And the only way to do that is to basically get everybody to work from home and stop using cars and stop using fossil fuels. But then we still need to transfer goods. And then all that needs to be moved to electric. And then we have to have a power source that is a zero-point energy source or a clean energy source instead of relying on fossil fuels. All the while with which we're not consuming all of the resources of the planet and having too many people being born while we're trying to go into this transition. And it's just a whole huge puzzle. So you can see all of those ideas and, and reasons that I listed all are part of a larger play, but when you start seeing the DOE pop up at these different locations, you see multiple different nations working together at different bases, things start to change. Things start to get interesting because you start to put the pieces of the puzzle together. And when you do that, you start to find out why things are happening. And knowledge is power. So the more you can put things together, the better. So I hope you gained something out of this. I hope you, you got some insight into this, into why some of these seemingly deceptive things from the government have happened might be for, maybe for the benefit, eventually, but it may take decades in the making to have happen. Just thoughts. I'm sure there's plenty of deceit going on. I'm sure there's plenty of negative things going on. But maybe, hopefully, possibly, you know, with good energies willing, maybe there's some pe smart people out there that are doing things for a reason to get us to a better place, to get us to a better physical, spiritual, societal um, place where we can all be sustained and all live with purpose together in harmony maybe these are lofty goals but hopefully that's the case eventually i hope you guys enjoyed the podcast i hope you guys are taking care of yourselves physically spiritually emotionally uh i hope you guys are taking care of yourselves i hope you guys are following through on your hobbies and your goals and your dreams and continuing to follow through uh with whatever your passion is do your passion it's important um and as always continue to question the universe around you it's a big universe out there lots of questions lots of pieces of the puzzle so until next time take care of yourselves and lockdown universe out